0: All you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint Podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint, and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 12th of May. India saw its largest spike in reported COVID-19 cases on Sunday, and that number will likely be much higher this morning too. As per the latest available data from the Health Ministry, which was as of 8 a.m. yesterday, there were 4,213 new cases, taking the total to 67,152. The latest data comes in at 8 a.m. in the morning. In the US, New York State will begin to reopen in some regions on Friday though New York City, which is the US epicenter of the coronavirus outbreak, will likely see its lockdown extended into June. Russia has reported a record number of new cases in one day as it emerged as the new hub of the outbreak in Europe, though the spread slowed elsewhere on the continent. France, Switzerland and Greece are planning to loosen restrictions. The UK has outlined a plan to ease the country's lockdown in phases as Prime Minister Boris Johnson urged citizens to prepare for a new normal. Back home, the government is considering allowing some domestic flights to resume on the 18th of May or earlier as it looks to reopen a key part of the economy and provide relief to airlines which haven't been able to operate since March because of the nationwide lockdown. That's a Bloomberg story. Meanwhile, some state chief ministers have asked Prime Minister Narendra Modi to give them the flexibility to plan an exit strategy from the lockdown and to allow them to designate areas as red, orange, and green zones. The Prime Minister has asked the state leaders to share a broad strategy by the 15th of May on how each state would want to deal with the lockdown in their particular states. That's according to a statement by the Prime Minister's office. In other important news, the central government has released 6,195 crore rupees as grants to 14 states as per the recommendations of the 15th Finance Commission. These grants cover the deficit on post devolution of revenue or revenue deficit to states including West Bengal, Himachal Pradesh, and Kerala, among others, for the month of May. India's fiscal deficit is likely to be around 5.5% of the gross domestic product for the year ending March 2021, that's the current financial year, after the government decided to increase its borrowing program to tackle the COVID-19 outbreak, according to a finance ministry official with knowledge of the matter. The increase in annual borrowings to 12 lakh crore rupees from 7.8 lakh crore rupees was a required step because of the steep fall in revenue collections and unscheduled spending, including a stimulus package to reverse the slump in the economy. As a result, yesterday benchmark sovereign bonds in India tumbled by the most in more than three years as markets adjusted to the new borrowing requirement. The yield on the 10-year benchmark government bond ended higher by nearly 20 basis points at 6.17%. Fuel consumption in India is showing signs of rebounding after witnessing the worst monthly sales in more than 12 years. Demand in May will be higher by as much as 25 percent as compared to April as planting season begins, requiring tractors and water pumps to burn more diesel, according to officials at two state-owned refineries. Meanwhile, in the international market for crude, Saudi Arabia has announced a surprise move to slash oil output to the lowest in 18 years, as it tries to spur recovery from an energy crisis that has devastated the kingdom's finances. Just hours after unveiling several dramatic austerity measures, Saudi Arabia has said that it would cut output by another one million barrels a day, on top of what has already been agreed with OPEC allies. The Kingdom aims to pump just under 7.5 million barrels per day in June, compared with an official target under the most recent OPEC Plus agreement of just under 8.5 million barrels a day. If Saudi Arabia makes good on its pledge, its production will drop to the lowest since mid-2002, according to data compiled by Bloomberg. In international markets, US equity markets ended mixed with the Nasdaq climbing 0.8%, the S&P 500 ending unchanged, and the Dow falling over four-tenths of a percent. All three early rises in the Asia-Pacific region have started in the red. And with that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Agam. How are we looking today? Good morning, Alex, and good morning, listeners.
1: Well, we are seeing some amount of weakness in Asian indices, and that's seeping into the SGX Nifty as well. And based on that, we could very well see muted cues this morning. And once again, I begin with some important earnings, and we will be watching out for Piramal Enterprises, which has reported a decline of 2% in revenue and a net loss of 1,700 crores versus a profit of 455 crores. And this is largely to extent a mat credit written off worth 1,758 crores in the current quarter. Godra Jagrowet has seen a steady 17% growth in its net sales but profit declined 34% on account of an exceptional gain in the base quarter. The company has, however, seen strong operations with margins expanding owing to lower input costs. Today, we watch out for earnings from Nestle India, Bandhan Bank, Bluestar, Havels and India Mart Intermesh, among many others. The government of India is mulling resuming of commercial flights on May 18th or earlier, according to Bloomberg News. And staying with the sector, we have Interglobe Aviation, which has denied reports of having expressed any interest in Virgin Australia. Moving on, IRCTC is back in focus as all online bookings will happen via our IRCTC for running 30 special trains, as stated by the Ministry of Railways. Warburg Pincus has decreased its stake in Lorus Labs, from 19.6% to 11.7% on May 8th. InSwift Laboratories has received an EIR from the USFDA with zero Form 483 observations for the Surveillance GMP inspection at its API manufacturing facility located in Punjab. And finally, we have Ashok Leland, which will consider raising 500 crores via non-convertible debentures on May 14th, that is, day after. Now, these are just some of the stocks you can watch out for as we move into trade today. But don't forget to go through our morning edition of All You Need to Know, only on bloomberqueen.com. Thanks,
0: Agam. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.